Hey everybody and welcome back to Rugby Wrap-Up and this week's What Are the Odds? Your Major League Rugby Sports Betting Show starring WWE legend and Fox Business analyst John Bradshaw Layfield, his gambling guru, the best sports better ever, the Philly Godfather, and our gift of rugby, Gift Abelu of the Gift Time Rugby Network, host of the Grow Rugby Show and director of the HBCU Rugby Classic. Guys, uh, we have a we have a tough show today because one of us was four one and one last week, and the others of us were not. There's a guy that's dancing in frame right now, ladies and gentlemen, and that is Gift Abelu. And as we very said, swaggy, yeah, Gift Gift, you were four one and one, which is just stunning. I was two three and one and then john and the godfather are sharing the wooden spoon at one four and one gift take your bow it's hard being here at the top you know there's so many doubters and haters but you know we fight through we fight through and we make it to the back come back like new orleans in every game <laughs> gift right down from the superdome big page has a mausoleum actually for his burial that's where you need to put your picks every week is in nick cage mausoleum it's down there right by where Marie Laveau is buried. Godfather, are you, are you going to start betting everything that Gift says now? Uh, it's time to fade the Gift after a four-on-one week. Absolutely not, you. <laughs> My best hero impersonation, you. Aside from the voodoo that John predicted last week would work in your behalf, uh, is it is it just close your eyes and play pin the tail on the donkey kind of thing? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I I don't have an explanation. You know, you just feel these things. It's in the air. You know, we just we're just getting getting the power from the teams. Do you even know who the teams are? That's how good it is. We we don't need details. If we you can need... see the edits here, he had everybody but Richie McCall playing for Houston, Toronto, and Atlanta. And Seattle. Seattle had everything. He had names wrong. He had yeah. players wrong. He had coaches wrong. And somehow he comes up with four and one. That's Godfather, it, it doesn't matter. Stuff. It doesn't matter. He won. He got it. Look, four one over one. facts, baby. Feelings over facts. <laughs> Feelings over facts. That's a, it's a new T-shirt going out by from Gift A. Baylor's Gift Time Rugby Network. But let's look at last briefly look at last week's matches. We had the Seattle SeaWolves going to Atlanta, but Toronto had the home game finally outside their hotel. And Toronto wins this one 52-7. So if you had Seattle in 44, you lost because the spread was three. But Gift, you were bashing Seattle all season long, and then you pick them, and that's your only blemish. It, it was the same thing that happened with Houston last time. Sometimes you just have to take the flub. You try and give people a chance to have some hope, and then they just throw it back in your face. So for Seattle, as far as it's concerned, you know, you guys, you guys, I gave you a chance, and now I got to go back on it. But big kudos, Toronto coming back hard and strong, being able to show what it is to actually be at home and be in a place where their bags are normally. If I could ask the Philly Godfather something right quick, uh, when all of your time dealing with the sharpest betters in the entire world over the last 30 years, have you ever heard the term take the flub? <laughs> Absolutely not. That's something that was just invented on this show for all the fans out there. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoy it. Exclusive. You know, look, look, we're changing things out here, Joe. We're changing things out here, Godfather. We've got a lot of giftisms that are going to be coming out. I've got the feeling, you know, watching, watching this stuff unfold. And we can say what we want. He's 4-1-1 one one this week. He's the king, right? And I will point out there was one person here that did pick Toronto in this, on, in this week, 
And that might have been yours truly. Just just saying that, right? But the next one, the New England Free Jacks go into New Orleans, and the Free Jacks were laying three. Nola wins by a point. Guess who got this one right, guys? Nick Cage and his muscle <laughs> Take the flub. This is this is going to be the most difficult show that we've ever done, I have a feeling. <sighs> Uh, Godfather, any wisdom, any jewels for us on this one? I mean, usually if uh, you got a you know an A-class fighter in boxing and he fights an opponent, it's usually a boring match. But when you got two B-class teams, I'm not saying these teams in rugby are B-class, but you know two fighters like Arturo Gotti versus Mickey Ward, you can make for some great fights, for some great rugby games. And this is exactly what this game was. It was a real close game, came down to the end. Uh, New England didn't cover the spread, but it was a great game to watch. Yeah, one point, one point victory gift. Uh, I don't think you said that this one was going to be a one point match, but you did. You did pick New Orleans, John. He's insufferable, so let's skip him and go right to you on this. You got any thoughts on this match? Take the flub. <laughs> Take the flub. I, uh, I don't even know gift, and, and I now hate him. <laughs> oh. I'm just kidding, gift. Hey, look, actually, not really. No, no, I'm not kidding. You. I'm, I'm, really, I'm actually, I'm actually really mad about this. <laughs> I, I will take Hall of Fame hate over any kind, any day. <laughs> Hall yes, of Fame sir. hate for three hundred, Alex. <laughs> yes, sir. L.A. The Guiltinis going into Houston. It's going to be a fifty-point lopsided loss, right? Wrong. John, your Texans showed some grit there. Hey, I'm proud of my boys down there in H-Town. They they led three different times during the game. The last time was at almost the sixty-minute mark. So they played incredibly well. They had a chance to win this game. L.A. is just the class of the league. They just are, are killing people and scoring almost uh, fifty points a game. High-scoring game, but Houston put up thirty-five points. You know, Houston's second and third game they scored zero. So yeah. this team is a little schizophrenic, but they play, they're starting to play pretty tough. And, and I'm proud of those guys for playing the class of the league as, as well as they did. Yeah, it's a proud moment for the Houston franchise, except they didn't get the win for Godfather. We did all pick L.A. minus eight, so we were all right on this one. Yeah, it was a great game to watch, like John said. And, and there was a football team years ago called The Greatest Show on Turf, and this Giltini's team is the greatest show in rugby right now, averaging almost 50 points a game. They cover an eight-point spread this week. Again, even though the game was tight, they find ways to win, and they, they just keep covering the spread, and they keep making us all some money. I think this was definitely in, uh, a situation of L.A. looking ahead. They, they've been looking at how bad Houston has been playing, so they probably took this game a little bit lighter, and it seemed like it as it took to the end of the second half to be able to see something happening, but L.A. is not changing. L.A. is still the best team in, in this league, and, you know, we, we everybody gets everybody gets a flub. <laughs> I, I just I almost fell off my chair because that actually made sense. Right? One. <laughs> that what is happening here? He's winning in picks, he's making sense. The word, pigs are flying. I see snowballs in hell. This is a new topsy turvy major league world here on what are the odds? Yeah, he's making some dollars too. He's not just making sense, he's making dollars last week as well. <laughs> Which is more important, right? Absolutely. Who's the guy on Major League who would uh, sacrifice to Joe Boo? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, gift is down there in Voodoo Central, down there in New Orleans. <laughs> I'm telling you, something. Joe Boo has something to tell it. I got to take the advantages where I can. All right. <laughs> what's that? What's that called? Santaria? What kind of Voodoo are you doing there? What's going on? It, whatever it is, keep doing it, Gift. And uh, you know, we, you're going to start getting us listening to you soon, and that's when. <laughs> 
I'm going to have to see a psychiatrist. But aside from that, the next one, Utah's Warriors going into San Diego. You know, we shoot these things before we get all the information. They weren't back in San Diego. They're new. They were back in California. They were in Carson, California, which is basically L.A. It was enough for them to win by a point, but they were laying five, so they didn't cover. They did get the win, but they were out without Joe Peterson. Uh, the reinforcements that are coming in eventually are tied up in either paperwork or COVID protocol and Patty Ryan and Josh Furno. They got Nate Augsburger back, but off the bench. But it was another great win for the league. And there's a guy that got this one right. So let's go to Gift. Sometimes you just know. You might not always get the players right. You might not always get the sides right. But you're going to get the feeling right. And I'm telling you, I, I, Utah's not a bad team. San Diego has been playing games close. So I wasn't surprised by any of this. And I still look at San Diego as a team to be able to be beat uh, to beat in, in this league. But, yo, know, Utah's coming up, and especially as playoffs are getting closer and closer. Without Peterson, that's a big deal. Uh, you know, he made such a big difference in his first game that he played against Austin. And you just felt like when they played Austin, San Diego was going to find a way to win. They're finding a way to win. I think due to the lack of information, though, this game needs to be thrown out and Gift's record needs to be stricken. <laughs> I concur. I completely concur. Godfather, you concur? Absolutely. I mean, uh, I depended on my buddy Tommy Tortellini last week for some information on this one, and he ends up looking like Mikey Macaroni and cheese. So yeah. uh, not good information last week on this match. We'll take a pass on that gift. John, your fellow Texans out of Austin came back in a nail biter. They didn't cover the minus three, so we lost on that one, except for gift, of course, who has it, had it right. But uh, another nail biter for the league, John, you guys again. Yeah, look, this Austin team down 12-7. They have everything going back and forth. They find a way to win. I mean, it's just exactly opposite of what we talked about with San Diego in, the, in I think it's week two. You know, they lost week one with the field goal at the very end. They, they make that kick. They went this long, as long. But that game could have gone either way. They could easily be undefeated right now. But in that second game, you felt like San Diego was going to find a way to win. In this game, you feel like Austin – all along was going to find a way to win. Uh, you know, there's not many points scored. You know, they're holding teams to 15 points and, and under every single week. You just feel like they're going to find a way to win, and that's a complete change with this team. It's really good to see. Good point. The change in culture there because they were losing those tight matches or were getting blown out. Then at the beginning of the season, they're making them tight, finding a way to lose. Now they're finding a way to win, and Atlanta just completely threw this one away. Well, defense wins games, and Austin in the last four weeks, they're giving up just 11 points per game, so their defense is tough to score on. This was another game. This is the third game last week that we picked the right side. They just couldn't get it done covering the spread, uh, covering the price. So even though we were on the right side with Austin, New England and San Diego, all three teams just couldn't get, you know, couldn't cover the spread and we couldn't make no money on this match. Gift when it was 12 7 ATL with, you know, five minutes left in the match, were you spending your money already? I mean, look, you know, I, I had already bought my boat, I had already gotten my vacation, <laughs> I was ready to go. And I still went and get and got all those things because I still made my money regardless. But Austin, until I start to see them get a dynamic offense and start to actually take games away, I do worry what's going to happen in the postseason. And I have no doubt they'll make the postseason. But I do worry what's going to happen if they can't actually keep up with the score. Well, they also, you know, I, I said on the other show last week that they're going through second rowers the way Spinal Tap went through drummers. They're just simultaneously imploding. And they just signed an all-black, Isaac Ross to come in here and he is, he scores, he's 36 years old, but he's like seven foot tall. He, get, he, gets, a, he gets a try right away in his first match for the Gilgronies. 
when they start getting all those pieces back that they're kind of missing and have been playing without, they're even going to be better. So Gilgroni's Giltini's could be the, the, the creme de la creme. They're definitely the creme de la creme in the West. In the East, this is a segue because we had a battle in the Eastern Conference, New York, hosting Old Glory in Jersey City, New Jersey. How you doing? The game was great. The play-by-play guy was awful. Uh, in fact, he was like, like exactly opposite of good. Like if good were here, he's over here somewhere. Like not here was good. Here's good. He was over here. He was, yeah. he was bad. <laughs> yeah. Other than it's that, pro- it was a terrific yeah. game. Great sideline reporter. Great color uh, commentator. Great two teams. Play-by-play guy. Yeah, we'll get back to that in a second. They were laying four, which meant we all tied. Is that right, Godfather? Because, you know, there's some young kids in the homes and the orphanages across the world that want to know if we got this right. Yeah, it was a push. It was another game where, I mean, we we picked the right winner. They just couldn't cover the spread. I mean, I went one and four last week. And if we just bet them straight up, we would have done a lot better. We would have been four and one. But again, the point spread is a great equalizer. And uh, I had a bad week. The most painful thing that for you, John, is that you picked Old Glory and you would have won if perhaps they had taken the penalty kicks rather than going for the corner, getting greedy on the road in the first half. Uh, look, I'm all for it. And I, I love the way they play. I love the fact that they weren't taking the, the easy points. They were going for the tries. They were going for the kill in somebody else's home home field, even though it's kind of not really their home field yet. It's going to be. It's you know not really the New York known yet, but it will be. I like it. I, I, I agree with them going for the tries. I, I thought they played great. I thought they played aggressive. I thought Rugby United was as tight and disciplined a team as I've seen. And Dylan Fawcett, uh, the new daddy, uh, with the wonderful new try celebration where he's cradling yeah. the baby, uh, just makes a heck of a difference. The sideline reporter, Alex Jimo, wanted to know if he should have a different name now that he's got a little kid running around because his <laughs> father's the butcher. Yeah. Sideline reporter was good. Yeah. Really good. Uh, yeah. Play-by-play guy. Um, not as much. There's definitely a lack of talent out there. Taking the high road here. Taking the high road. But when I see you, I'm going to hit you with a folding chair. Okay? <laughs> All right. We'll be right back with our picks, including some winners from Gift A. Behu. Been blind since I was four. And I've never seen a beer commercial or a beer label. None of that stuff influences me. I drink beer because of the taste. And my beer is Paps Blue Ribbon. It has a taste and the flavor. What do you think is on the label? I think there's a, a naked woman riding on a unicorn, jumping over fire. Oh, that's good beer. If you're in New York City and want to watch some great rugby, have some great food, and some great times, go to the world's best rugby pub. The Pig and Whistle on West 36th Street. Ladies and gentlemen, with stellar picks, they're going to make you a lot of money if you pick the right ones from the right person. First up, the NOLA Gold goes to Atlanta to play the Rattlers. The visiting team, NOLA, minus two. Gift. Look, look, look. There is no way in God's green earth will I ever root 
for Sididi New Orleans versus the real New Orleans. All right. I'm always here for Nola on this one, but this will be a close game. New Orleans is going to be on the road for the first time. Atlanta is at home and getting the power of Life University Field in them. But I look at New Orleans, Nate Osborne, great schematics coming out from that team. And I do believe that they're going to end up taking this one three-point game in New Orleans' favor. As far as conspiracies about power from Life University, as sure as we're on God's flat earth, there's no conspiracy whatsoever. Okay, Gift? So I want to make that perfectly clear. Okay? <laughs> I, I'm going to bet against Gift. I'm not betting against New Orleans and Tim Falcon. I'm betting against Gift. So I'm going to take the other side. Whoever the other side is, I don't care who it is. Okay? I don't care if it's Glasgow. I don't care if it's Edinburgh. I don't care if it's Cerrito, Japan. I'm going against Gift. So I'm taking the other side. The power of Marie Laveau will protect us. The power of Marie Laveau. Godfather, you kind of tend to take the emotion out of these things. Yeah, Gift's been smoking hot. I mean, New Orleans is averaging seven more points per game than Atlanta. If you look at common opponents, Atlanta lost to D.C. They lost to New York. Uh, Noah tied D.C. and beat New York. This one's a tough one. Ah, man, uh, at home in Atlanta, short spread. I'm going to have to take Atlanta here. John, this is really tough because you got Gift saying one thing and the Godfather saying one thing, and they're, the same, and they're saying the same thing. Well, Godfather brought up a very good key. He said, Gift been smoking. <laughs> He may have said smoking hot, but he should have just stopped right there. Gift been smoking. <laughs> he been yeah. smoking that New Orleans favoritism down there. <laughs> you know, this is a tough game for Gift because he picks Atlanta and New Orleans every week. So I don't know how he came up with a winner here. I don't know. And it's minus two. I got to go with New Orleans and Nate Osborne on the road for this one because I've been picking against them and he's been ticked off of me. He's not taking my calls anymore. I don't want Scott Lawrence mad at me because he could just pop my head like a grape. But I am going with Nola on this one, minus two on the road. Next, San Diego, the Legion, going up north to Los Angeles. Los Angeles, Giltinis, minus seven at home. Godfather. I'm not betting against the Giltinis. I mean, San Diego has a negative 23-point differential on the year. Like I mentioned earlier, uh, this is the greatest show on you know rugby right now. Uh, if it's under double digits, I'm taking L.A. every time. They're blowing everyone out. They're averaging almost 50 points per game. I'm not betting against this team. John, the Los Angeles Coliseum, home of the Los Angeles Giltinis. Yeah, look, I thought for years, for about a 10-year period there, that the All Blacks were the best team in sport, period, uh, of any sport, of any team. And one of the reasons is they always played 80 minutes of rugby. You know, teams would always come out and they'd, they'd go really hard against them for about 20, 30 minutes, and they'd just wear them down. I'm not comparing the Giltinis to the All Blacks. That, to me, is the holy grail. But what the Giltinis do that is the same is play 80 minutes of rugby. You know, when they had Houston there with 60 minutes into the game, they get the lead. Giltinis don't panic. They just keep playing pressure, pressure, pressure. They have incredible backs. And they play the full game as well as anybody right now, which is the one thing that you wondered about because they had so many big leads. And so I'm with Philly Godfather. I'm not betting against the Giltinis. I believe that this is probably going to be the hardest game that LA actually plays this year, at least up to this point. This last week was a flub. It was a fluke. It, it was them looking towards San Diego. But this is going to be the first time that they're actually playing a team that is in their time zone, in their area. So this is basically a rivalry game. San Diego is going to really bring it on this one. I'll take the points with San Diego, but LA is going to have the overall win.
Oh, thank God. Thank God. <laughs> thank you, baby Jesus. Thank you very much. He's thank you. Thank you. Things are starting to return to normal because LA is going to win this one by 10 points. Thank you, gift. Thank you. you truly are a gift. The Houston Sabercats go to the mountain fortress of the Utah Warriors, Utah minus three. Houston is trying to get its confidence. I think uh, even though they lost this game against LA, I think this is something that they needed to be able to find, fill out a little bit more. I'm going to still go Utah to take this game, but Houston's going to make this a close and tough game. Now I'm really confused again. Please set us straight, Godfather. I think it's a bounce back, back, uh, bounce back game for Utah. Houston's so bipolar. They're either putting up 30 points per game or they can't score. They're getting shut out. Uh, played a big emotional game last week against L.A. Fell short at the end. Uh, now they got to go to Utah, high altitude. Team that's hungry, team that lost last week, Utah. I think Utah covers the spread. I'll, I'll lay the four on Utah. Yo, John, I think what we're seeing bef develop before our eyes is a potential cop show with Gift and Godfather. You know, <laughs> you got the, the loose cannon guy and you got the guy, the analytics guy, and, they, and together they work together. now Because right now, this is two times that they're picking and making sense together. And I'm not, making, I'm not saying that Godfather doesn't make sense. I'm saying Gift is now making sense. <laughs> Is, oh, should we be worried about this, John? About gift making sense? Absolutely. Take, this, <laughs> take the flub schematics? Yes. We should worry about gift making sense. I'm going to agree with the consensus. I, I think Houston is just schizophrenic. I don't want to bet on them. Utah loses last week. I think they come back and play well. You got to go from Houston, which is nice and warm right now, up to altitude in, in Salt Lake to play. I think it's uh, stacked for, for Utah in this, I think. It just depends on which Houston team shows up, and I don't think anybody knows that. I think Utah covers that three at home. Next up, Toronto going to New York in Jersey City, where I was born. Minus three, New York. What do you think, Godfather? I think it's a letdown spot for Toronto here after putting up so many points last week uh, against Seattle. New York's uh, just the better team, in my opinion, even though uh, Toronto does have the better point differential on the year. New York's got the better record. If you look at common opponents, uh, New York's done better. So I like New York. I lay the three with New York at home. I think they get the job done. New York plays with such poise. You know, watching that game this past week, everything was great about that game, as I mentioned, except for the play-by-play -play guy. But as far as the game itself, you know, every time D.C. found a way to score, New York answers. I mean, they just were – they're a very poised, disciplined team that just – kind of smothers guys but i like the way that new york plays and i think playing at home i agree with uh, the godfather here I, I think it'll be a letdown for toronto and i think play by play guy was was really bad i mean really opposite good really bad right that could have been a factor gift toronto I, I don't trust anything that comes against seattle new york is just they're at home they play tough they play comeback you know, despite whoever talks for them on plays to plays, it's it's still a New York day. <laughs> I don't like this. It's too popular. Again, I'm scared of some of the guys on that team that I see all the time. So I'm going with New York minus three. The New England Free Jacks go to the nation's capital to play Old Glory. Old Glory minus three at home. DC, hey, more credit to you. You still need work on being able to stop to come back. And until that point, New England all day. Yeah, both teams average right around 27 points per game. New England has a better record, the better point differential. Uh, but if you look at the NOLA game, D.C. actually tied NOLA. But New England lost by a point, I think. So I think it's a bounce-back week for New England. I hate to agree with Gift on this one, but <laughs> I don't know how he's doing it. I don't know whether he's throwing darts or Rubik's Cube's going on with different 
I'll take the three points with the road. John, this is really a tough one to pick, particularly after what you just heard from those two. Yeah, I, I'm not smarter after listening to Gift on this. I had no idea what he just said. Uh, <laughs> I just know that he picked against D.C. because he knows that I have a home right there in Bethesda, Maryland. I live right now Paul Sheehy. So Gift is just doing this to get at me. That's all he's doing. That's that's what I got out of that. Gift's doing this just to get at me. Yeah. So, that's the villainy. <laughs> <laughs> I love Gift. DC plays well at home. They, they got a great field there in Northern Virginia, right across the river, which is all basically part of the whole DC area. Two back-to-back really tough games. And I think that DC ends up uh, coming out on top on this. I just don't like that three points because I think it's going to be another two-point, one-point match. But I'm going to roll the dice. That's what we do here. This is a gambling show. Old Glory, Andrew Douglas coaching that squad to a bounce back win minus three. And then finally, we have those beleaguered, maybe beached Seawolves of Seattle. Austin minus four at home. John, your fellow Texans. Uh, Austin can play defense. They can stop teams from scoring. They've stopped everybody from scoring. And I don't think Seattle has the firepower to score more than uh, 10 points on them. Yeah, I would need about seven or eight points to bet on Seattle here this week. They're one and three straight up. They have a negative 77-point differential. They're losing games by almost 20 points per game. Austin, best defense in rugby. This is a game uh, you're going to see some points put up for Austin this week. And uh, I just can't see how Seattle's going to score. I like Austin minus the four. I think they cover the spread very, very easily. Which means Gift is going to take the Seawolves. Gift, yeah. Gift, yeah. Gift. <laughs> I'm in the great state of Texas. Do not pick against the capital of the state. I love you, John. And as a result, not only am I going to pick Austin, but I'm actually expecting Austin to, for the first time all season, show some level of a dynamic offense to come out of this. Seattle's not scoring on Austin. This is going to be a zero-point game. and Zero. A zero-point game for Seattle. I'm with you, John. I'm with you. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. This is one of those where we're all in agreement. Are you doing play-by-play anywhere this week? I need, know, I need to know which game not to watch. Yes, I am, John, to answer your question, yes. Okay, but I'm not going to tell you which one. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, guys, the people at home have to be scratching their heads because this we've just thrown a, a curveball at everybody with this, with Gift leading the charge. But that's the beauty of what are the odds. Final points, Godfather? Seattle's given up 150 points in four games. This is going to be really, really ugly. Austin could be undefeated right now very, very easily. This is going to be interesting to see how Austin progresses over the next few weeks. Feelings over facts, people. Look, just know. You know you know where your teams, you know where the wins really are belonging. Trust it through. What is the secret in, in 10 seconds? What is the secret to making the picks? The secret <laughs> is you'll find out next week. <laughs> <laughs> I love it and hate it at the same time. On that note, thank you, Gift A. Bailu, the Philly Godfather, and John Bradshaw Layfield, the WWE Hall of Famer. On behalf of them, I'm Matt McCarthy. Tune into What Are the Odds next week. But in the meantime, check out our other segments, including our Major League Rugby Show, our Global Rugby Recap, Martial Law, The Zack Attack, and please sign up for our American Red Cross Rugby Wrap-Up Blood Donor Team.